You're listening to Seated to Serve with business leader and community activist Jeff Bickerstaff, connecting the dots between community, business, and family. Now, here's your host, Jeff Bickerstaff. Our guest today is Celso Martinez. He is the president of Municipal Voice. Uh, Celso, glad to see you today. Thank you very much, Jeff. I appreciate the invitation to come and, and chat with you about something that's uh, I think beneficial to uh, small businesses, and I know you concentrate on helping small businesses because you're a small businessman yourself, as am I. And uh, anytime that I can help in some way or another, uh, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Well, Cecil, we've known each other a long time. I'm happy to say, consider you a friend, and you're really good at what you do. That's why I wanted to have you on the show today. Well, thank you. Because I think you do have a lot of information for small business owners. Uh, that, quite frankly, like you said, I'm one of them. You're one too. And I will say, when I, when I think of PR or public relations, I start sweating, <laughs> you know, because unfortunately, a lot of times I think as a small business owner, uh, especially in the, the day and age of web, social media, things like that, you know, what, what's a small business owner get afraid of? The bad review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and really what they get upset about is the bad review that it's not legit. Right. You know, now that's just one aspect of it, but. I guess the first thing I wanted to ask you is, in your experience, uh, what, what's the number one thing as a small business owner we should think of from a PR standpoint? Um, well, there, there's actually several. Okay. Uh, and the, the first thing I think is that PR is not mysterious. Um, we, we call it PR, but it's, but it's really telling your story. Uh, and each one of us has a story. Each one of us had a very, very interesting story. And uh, our our effort at getting that story out is is really what PR agencies do. And they do it in a very sophisticated way and in a way that um, provides them sort of a template, whereas small businesses may see that and think, well, you know, that's something that I won't be able to do. But the truth of the matter is that if it takes just a little bit of effort to put together a, a narrative about your story, whether that, that story is you as a businessman or you as a member of the community, or uh, any, any kind of activity that puts you in, in, a, in a positive light, um, that is always helpful. I always tell my clients that media relations is kind of like playing football, because a football team has an offense and has a defense. Yeah. And the offense, of course, is designed to score points and, and move the ball forward. The defense is designed to stop the opponent from doing that. And when you were talking about a bad review, well, that's the defensive side of our quote-unquote game. And and there are very specific ways of uh, combating something like that that are very similar to what a defensive coordinator would do. First of all, they would find out, you know, what is the lay of the land? What, how, how did we get to this point? Uh, what are some of the, the parameters that surround that negative uh, review? Uh, and, and how can I create a, uh, a way to combat it in such a way that makes me sound not defensive, but offensive? Well, it's that, sort of like yeah. making an interception on the defensive side. Well, that's a great – I was going to just go there too because like you said, you know, how do you be defensive the right way? Right. Um, so let's, let's, let's take it from there. So like you said, any small business owner, you know, we, we come in the door every day and we, we want to try to grow our business. But there are days that where we do have to play defense for whatever reason. Right. And 
as you alluded to, there's a I, at least I get the sense anyway. There's a right way to do that and a wrong way to do that. Right. And so, uh, how should we be looking at when we're playing defense? Um, wh- one of the things that I like to uh, share with my clients is this this process called um, it's 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 a it's a, a really effective way of blocking and bridging. Um, blocking and bridging is is a technique that PR people use all the time. To get ready for that, even when there's nothing negative out there, we create what are called message tracks. And these are positive attributes of who we are as a business or as a person. And and we keep these, we, we create them. This is part of our story that I was talking about earlier. And, and these message tracks are the, the things that we bridge to. Now, when something negative um, occurs, and let's say you have uh, an interview with the media, with a reporter, and a reporter brings up something that um, has come up in a negative way. Well, I like to, I like to tell my clients, let's do some blocking and bridging. Uh, we, we block the adversarial question, and there's very, very good techniques to do that. For example, one of my favorites is, well, you may have heard that, but let's look at the truth. And then we bridge directly to one of our message points. Um, we, we had an opportunity to do that with one of our clients not too terribly long ago. This individual, this client, uh, one of our uh, police officers had been called on a residential street for a wild animal that had been put in a cage. They had caged this, this um, I think it was a bobcat, to be honest with you. And um, when the officer arrived, he uh, sort of panicked and pulled out his gun and shot the bobcat. Now, the bobcat was in the cage, and it wasn't a danger to anyone. Well, there were children around and parents, and, and this was a big event at this neighborhood. And this police officer had, had just it was kind of a rookie, and unfortunately he pulled out his gun and shot the bobcat thinking that he was doing the right thing. Well, you can imagine the, oh, yeah. uh, the, the firestorm that, um, that that created. And so we, were, we, we had to come up with blocking and bridging techniques because we knew that the story had legs. We knew that the story was going to be probably a two- or three-day story. Um, and, and so I worked with my client, and uh, we came up with a number of different blocking and bridging techniques so that when reporters eventually showed up, we were able to, to create a narrative that provided that opportunity to block those adversarial questions and bridge directly to some positive attributes of our police force, of our commitment to public safety, uh, of our compassion for animals, yada, yada, yada. And so it was, it was, um, it was a technique and it was effective, but, it, but that gave us an opportunity to practice that very essential skill of blocking and bridging. Trusted roofing and renovation experts. Bacon Roofing for all your interior and exterior renovations throughout DFW. BaconRoofing.com. Call 972-772-1999 today. See, I think as a small business owner, that's an excellent story you told because I think as a small business owner, I think most people would, when you're when you're when you have that kind of negative situation, we're probably gonna panic. Right. <laughs> And we're gonna—I mean, we're gonna mean well, but you know, we're not gonna. Because I have to admit, I'm not gonna think about blocking. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm thinking about, well, you know, well, that's not—that's a lie. 
you know, and it's, 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 it's sort of what you said, but it's obviously comes across a much different way. And that's why that's, that's a great point because, you know, number one, like in anything in life, don't panic. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, take, a, take a deep breath. Uh, because as a small business owner, the, the opposite of growing our business is having to defend all the time. Because if you're defending all the time, you sure can't go out and right. say how great you are. Right. Okay. So in light of all that, what, what can we do? And, you know, sometimes we think that uh, television and newspaper reporters are beyond what they really are. And what they really are are just human beings trying to do a job themselves. And we put them perhaps on a, on a mantle because we see them on television or we, re- we read their words in the paper. But they're just folks. And, and I, I tell people, uh, don't be afraid of picking up the phone and calling a reporter. Uh, they're easy enough to get a hold of. Um, one of my one of my reporter friends, I won't mention his name, but but he's a tennis player, and I found that out. I don't know how, <laughs> so I invited him out to play some tennis, and and we were while we were playing tennis, we you know I was I was kind of halfway advocating for my clients, and and he was open to that, and it, it wasn't a business meeting; it was just a casual conversation. And I was able to work in a few things for, for my clients that, uh, that I thought were important for him to understand because sooner or later, you know, I knew we were going to somehow connect. And the other thing is when business owners are confronted with a media problem, it's almost inevitable that they're going to answer media questions from reporters with more information, far more information than is necessary. They kind of overtalk it. Uh, a reporter may ask a very simple question, and and we, for some reason, when we're confronted with a reporter asking a question, we want to share <laughs> the world with them, and and that doesn't do them any good, and does, certainly doesn't do us any good, because it really goes beyond uh, what the question is. And the other thing is, we sometimes overreact when we see something on social media. Social media is a phenomenon that I don't know if it's to our benefit (laughs) or not, Jeff, to be honest with you. It's great to um, interact with people and to connect with folks that maybe you haven't had a chance to to speak with in a while, but it's a terrible medium for public relations because it's oftentimes anonymous and oftentimes it's a contest for people to see who can be, you know. <laughs> like the most. <laughs> so I tell my clients, if you're going to be on social media, use it for what it's intended. And, and that is to be social. Not to, you know, some people are, are, are fairly successful at using it for business, and I admire them. But it, that's a special skill. That's a really special skill that that not all of us have. And sometimes, more often than not, we'll stub our toe trying to do that. And, and all of a sudden, we're, we're dealing with these internet trolls, and it's just not uh, worth it. I would say we're dealing with the fallout. <laughs> well, Celso, <laughs> yeah. I loved your analogy in the beginning about football, offense, and defense. And so we've been playing defense for a while, but you know, when we come back from our break, we're going to play some offense yeah. and figure out how we can promote our business even better. We're going to let our sponsors pay some bills, and we will be right back after these messages. Parting with a home that you've loved? Growing into the next phase of your life? Trust the team at Jeannie Martin Real Estate to handle the details of your situation 
with tender loving care. The Martin Team is your home connection, North Central Texas. M-A-R-T-E-N-Team.com. Go to martinteam.com today. And we're back. We're visiting with Celso Martinez today. He is the president of Municipal Voice. And Celso, I, I, you know, like I said, I love a good football game. And but you know, you know what sells they say is offense. And so with that though, business owners want to grow their business. I think you want to grow your business. I want to grow my business. And there are certain ways you can do that. But I, obviously, with you, I want to focus on how can we do that. Uh, from a PR standpoint, and and how can we do it where it doesn't cost a whole lot? <laughs> right, right. Sometimes we are so close to our business. We're we're there every day. We're we're doing these things to promote ourselves, and and we know we're doing a good job. And in our hearts, we feel great about it. But but we don't realize that not everybody knows what we're doing. We know it. Maybe um, our associates know it. But what we want to do is spread that around. And, and the best way to do that is to create our story. Um, write down those things that, that you do as a small businessman or business person that promotes what you're doing. And it actually it has value to someone else. And once we write, the, write, the, write those uh, points down, you'd be surprised. Um, and often my clients are surprised at how many good things are occurring within small businesses that we don't often have an opportunity to share with people. So I tell my folks, write it down on a board, on a piece of paper, a three by five card, anywhere, but write them down and then start creating stories behind that. How there's that value proposition on each of those points. And then either contact a reporter, as we were talking about earlier, because they're there are people like us. They're always looking for stories. They're slower news days than others, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> slow news day. Yeah. Um, which, you know, with this 24-hour news cycle anymore, it's kind of kind of tough. But uh, just a, a simple call and say, I'd, li- I'd like to have coffee with you. You know, when, when do you have time? And, well, what is, it that, what is it about? What do you want to talk about? Well, I just want to share a story with you. And, and more often than not, they'll agree. Sometimes it may be a weekend. It, it's an opportunity to, as I was doing with that reporter who I learned played tennis and used that opportunity, we can have coffee, have lunch, have dinner with a reporter and say, let me tell you a little bit about my business. Let me tell you about some of the things that we do that add value to our clients. And you may not see that in the, the, the newspaper the next day. You may not see that on television. You may not hear about it on the radio, but you've, you've planted a seed. So that when something does happen, um, let's say uh, let's say this reporter is doing a story on uh, on something related to insurance, and remembers, you know, I had coffee with that guy. What was his name? Jeff Bickerstaff. I'm going to call him, and I'm going to use him as a subject matter expert. And all of a sudden, we we do hear your name. It wasn't the story that you talked about over coffee, but it is your name and it is your business and it is on the radio or on television. And he's using you because you've made contact with that individual. And he's working on a story that's related to your business, not necessarily about your business, but you become the subject matter expert. And the more often you do that, the greater the opportunities for you to be that SME. And if you are 
I, I guarantee you, if you appear on Channel 8, sooner or later, you're going to appear on Channel 4 and Channel 5 and Channel 11 because you've become a go-to person in that specific field, whether it's insurance or whatever field you're in. But, it, but, but without that initial contact, without that storytelling that, that you took the initiative in calling, it would never happen. You know, and, and then you say that, and, and all these things are going through my head because it, just a, the normal time I watch news, there's a, an attorney, uh, can't think of his name, probably just as well. Uh, I think you probably know what I'm talking about. He's on all the time. Absolutely. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I'm sure he has his own practice and all that good stuff, but golly, man. I, 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 and can you imagine the number of attorneys there are in Dallas? It's, it's, yeah. But it's because, it's because he made that effort. It's because at some point he did that. He, at, at some point, you know, he, he made, whether it was a church, at the grocery store, on the golf course, it was that connection. It becomes viral. All of a sudden, he's, he's the expert. Whatever he says is correct. And it's true not only on the local level, but it's, you, you see it on the national level as well. Uh, writing a book is always a good way to do that. But, <laughs> but making that contact with the reporter and creating that connection is a surefire way of at least getting on the radar screen. Well, and, that, and you talk about the book, and, and I was going to kind of go there next because, you know, I don't know if it's old school, maybe it's still new school, but the good old press release. You know, I've heard that, uh, again, it's like you just said, it's probably best if you have some connections ahead of time, but let's just say you don't. And because as a small business, there are, you know, charities I'm involved with that I contribute to. Is there a way to get your message out that way? Is that a good way, a bad way to do that? that that's always a good way. Um, I, I tell my clients, volunteer as much as you can uh, because it, it, it enhances the reputation of not only yourself as an individual, but of your business as well, that your business has a compassionate side to it, that, that you devote time, energy, and sometimes money to good causes. And that really puts you in another category of, of you know, the kind of individual, the kind of business, the, the, the kind of entrepreneur that is not afraid to step forward and contribute. Uh, and, and it could be, I contribute a lot, not a lot of money, but a lot of time. If there is a, a Boy Scout troop that needs oh, a, a little bit of PR because they're going on a trip and they need uh, to raise funds for a camping trip or whatever, I'll do whatever I can. And, and that put, puts me in good stead, not just with the Boy Scouts and their leadership, but also with the media. The media begins to think, well, you know, I wonder if he's being paid for that. But, you know, that's really kind of a minor side of it. Right. But, uh, but what it does is it creates that, that energy from my business and my efforts to, to the media. What makes a trade show event an experience people remember? Attendees show up for the attractor factor, and if you don't have it, they'll walk away and forget you were there. Work with the experienced team of professionals at the trade group to maximize your marketing dollar in creative, impressive ways that keep them coming back for more. The Trade Group offers a full range of products and services that meet new budgets with TLC and give experienced exhibitors polish that pays off time and time again. Have an awesome event every time. Set up your consultation today at tradegroup.com. 
Experiential marketing delivers exceptional attendee participation rates and keeps you top of mind when it's time to buy. Stop by the Carrollton, Texas showroom and discover the possibilities. Trust the trade group, tradegroup.com, for events that draw a crowd. That's tradegroup.com. And in that same vein, I've always been curious about this. So I, 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 there's, as you could probably, or as you know, there's plenty of books out there that talk about the press and how to deal with them and, and, and how to get their attention and all that. So, again, this may go back to old school because I, I, you, you can't tell you. I can remember when fax was <laughs> the way you sent things to people yeah, by yeah. email. So if you if you just send out a press release and you send it – the examples you use, you, know, you send it to 4, 5, 8, and 11 – do they get those all the time? And if they do, they just ignore most of them or how, how does that work? Yeah. Um, is that a know, good strategy? There's, you know, this market is very competitive, extremely competitive. The Dallas market is, in, is a, one of the most competitive there is. And so your story really has to be compelling. Just creating a sale probably isn't enough. You know, if, if, if you put that on a news release and send it to the media, it won't get anywhere. But if there's a, a larger purpose for that sale, if there is something that goes beyond just the sale, then it may catch somebody's attention. Um, whenever we send out a press release, well, we, we have a, a network of reporters that we've built relationships with. And so we'll, we'll give them a call. So do, I'm, I'm sure you got my release because I just sent it to you. Is there anything that I can do to uh, help you understand it better? And, and oftentimes, you know, say, well, tell me a little bit more about it. And, and, and that's an opportunity for me to, to enhance the story, always truthfully, of course, because I have to defend that. But, uh, you know, the, the press release is kind of the first step in, in creating that, uh, that connection. Yeah, because like you said, that's the one thing that as a business owner, you, you wouldn't want to go through that trouble and, like you said, have it be ignored. I think it goes back to what you're saying, though, because if, if the press release can somehow tell a story or get someone to think it's there's a story behind it, then like you said, that's really the key. Right. It goes back to what you said before. Exactly. And because as a small business owner, I guess the other thing I always think about is, uh, you know, the, the like you said in the beginning, the big PR firms, uh, you know, are there are there companies that focus on smaller businesses? Or did, I don't know if there is such a thing. There, there, there probably are, but I don't know. If okay. <laughs> it's, um, you Did, know. I, I guess I just want small business owners to, you know, what's the first thing they should do if they want to really get... get there's, um, there's, you were talking about a book earlier, and there's this one book by a man named Jeff Crilly. Uh Jeff is, um, he used to be on, I think he was on... Uh, Channel 4, I think. Channel 4. Yeah. Jeff wrote a book, and the the book is kind of a how-to for small businesses to, to get media attention. And... Um, Jeff's an old friend of mine, and he gave me a bunch of them, <laughs> and I, I kind of spread them around. Okay. It's it's really a primer. It's it's kind of the first few steps that you take, and then from there you can you can become a little more sophisticated in in how you approach the media. But but that book is is really a, a good it's kind of it's kind of like it gives you kind of step by step on on, and it it really goes kind of the way our conversation has gone. Uh, because Jeff emphasizes, call them up, invite them for coffee, uh, have a conversation, get to know them. And, and, and really that's kind of the key because once that happens, then you're able to deepen that relationship. 
Yeah, Jeff. Uh, Jeff was a guest speaker at our Rotary Club many years okay, ago. Okay, good. Yeah, so he I, does I it think a lot. he had his book with him. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's his own firm now, right? Right. Remember, yeah. Right. So I, I do remember back in the day seeing him on Channel 4. Yeah. He's, he's a great guy, it seems like. I love, I love Jeff. And, you know, he's a lovable guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and he, but he did write that book. And, and uh, I, you know. So I, recommended reading. I do recommend it. Okay. <laughs> I do recommend it because it, it really capsulizes in, in as I said, step-by-step way how to do what you and I have just talked about. Right. And it's it's not rocket science, Jeff. Uh, it's, it's something that... Well, it that, sure seems like it sometimes. It's, <laughs> it does. It's intimidating, but it, but if but if you just kind of go through it step by step, um, and, and, and I'll tell you this, once you do it with one reporter, it gets a, a lot easier. Okay, I'll take it your word for it. It gets a lot easier. <laughs> well, Celso, it was great having you on today. Thank you. Uh, how can people find out more about you and your company? Well, um, I have a website. Uh, municipalvoice.com and uh, you can get a hold of me I'm, I'm happy to chat with uh, any business owner who's who's looking to uh, enhance their business through PR uh, I'm at Celso at municipalvoice.com Celso uh, great to see you again like I said we know each other many years and yeah. I look forward to having you on again and we just appreciate you coming out and sharing your wisdom thank you for the invitation Jeff it's been a lot of fun Celso we'll see you soon okay if you or your business is interested in being a guest or advertising on the Seat of the Turf show, please call 972-771-4992, or you can email me at jeff at bickerstaffinsurance.com. That's jeff at bickerstaffins.com. That's it for this episode of Seat of the Serve. We're connecting the dots between business, community, and family. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to Seated to Serve with Jeff Bickerstaff. To be a guest on Seated to Serve or to advertise your business, contact 972-771-4992. Seated to Serve is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Seated to Serve each Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-771-4992 for guest and sponsor information today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.